even if you are posting like butt pics and stuff like that, which, you know, to each their By own, all means. Do it. Do what you want to do. Post that thirst trap, girl. But you have to realize that that doesn't really attract much of a, much of like a brand. The content you post is going to determine the clients you get. Like, yeah, period. Absolutely. What's up, guys? Howdy, brothers. Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Whiskey and Water. I am your co-host, Jess. And I'm your co-host, Liv. And we are back at it again with another value-packed episode. Value-packed. Okay, guys, before we get into it, we want to tell you about our show sponsor, Celsius. If you guys have been around, you already know the deal. If you're new here, let us put you on. Absolutely. We love Celsius because it is healthy energy. It increases your metabolism and it burns body fat. And not to mention no high fructose corn syrup, no aspartame, no preservatives, no artificial colors or flavors. You guys love to see it. Today we are sharing a sparkling (laughs) wild berry flavor. Yes. And we love it when you guys tag us in your stories of you guys and your Celsius it is so cute. We love that you guys are also on the wave. It's the best. You guys are like buying crates at a time and I'm so here for it. We just want you guys to be as hyped as we are with Celsius. We just want you to be thriving. Okay. We have another very exciting sponsor that we would like to share with you guys today. And that sponsor is Women's Realm. So basically, Women's Realm is a resource for women of all ages. It gives you tips, advice, and product guides. So yeah, yeah, it's basically a website that you can go to and Mm -hmm. explore. Yes, there's so many products available for women out there, and it's hard to sift through them and find the best one. So Women's Realm does that for you and so much more. And they also give you exclusive discounts. And essentially, they have, you know, brands that they believe in on this website. So during our next sponsorships we will be going through some of those brands and sharing with you guys the best ones so women's realm has a lot of things about like fashion bags purses makeup just like the best products for women so we're going to link that in our description our show notes yes and you guys can check it out for more info yeah check them out so you guys can be like flossing you know stunting on them on them hose. on them hose. <laughs> okay so for today's episode guys we decided we are going to do the biz pro tip. Don't worry, we're getting there. But to tell you about this week's episode, we figured what business do we know best other than the business of, of influencing? Being a what? That too. <laughs> we'll no, we'll no. talk about our OnlyFans business on another episode. Another episode. But, but <laughs> we wanted to kind of just bring it back to our roots. Our roots and how it all started, how it all began, which is influencing yeah which when we started there wasn't even that word for it at the time it was more like instagram model it was instagram model yeah but you know we figured since that is our Our main our main business our our foundation yeah our full-time business and what we've kind of grown our other businesses based off of um that we would kind of give you guys a rundown we did yeah and a lot of you guys ask us like just tips on how to grow your following or how to get started and we figured we would just kind of put this all in one episode to kind of make this like a guide for you guys and give you the lowdown on everything that has to kind of encompass it and you know we might we're gonna try and keep it pretty surface level just because there are so many different bases to cover but we are going to have some like social media specialists on in the future where we'll cover like in-depth like more specific items yeah more specific and like really in-depth tips and tricks on boosting your engagement or reaching new audiences Mm -hmm. or like more specific content creation or how to to do the you know how to navigate the algorithm and things like that um but before that let's do our biz pro tip you want to take this one this is your pro tip okay i'll take it let you run it okay so if you're new here every episode we like to do a pro tip and that's could be anything small from you know like me i guess account taxes aren't small i was gonna say filing your taxes and how to do it right but that's like huge yeah that's not a um, small pro tip do okay. your taxes well you guys you guys <laughs> know what i mean yeah do your taxes so you don't go to jail um but today's pro tip is having a strong email signature hell yeah brother and i think this is something that also re- we recently realized is like mm-hmm. super important i mean that's like how you're interacting with anyone who you're gonna yeah. do business with and it's kind of like your first impression 
like but just through the through the internets you know like yeah like that's the this is the first impression people are seeing of you and you know we'll get into this a little, a little bit later on but you know when you basically do like you know what we're doing which is like a cold you know a cold email for lack of a better term you want to have a strong signature so that people know that you're about your shit well yeah so first impression is super important but also just and it's kind of speaks volumes about the type of professionalism that you're gonna that you're holding yourself at right like the level of professionalism like you're not just doing this as a hobby like you mean business mm-hmm. here's your professional pink uh signature mm, okay signature, yes signature with a picture of yourself you know your title your business your phone yeah. number your email not, not to mention you know it's a resource where people can click and find more about you yeah um but basically I, I don't even know how to make this we had I actually had our assistant make mine but Olivia found this really cool resource um that you can make really cute email signatures on yeah so I recently just redid mine the website this is not an ad although <laughs> I wish it was it should be um the website's called mysignature.io mm-hmm. I don't know what the io is it's like it's like a I mean, cheaper way to do dot com oh interesting yeah yeah don't, I mean don't quote me on that <laughs> I just know that like when you're on GoDaddy and you're yeah. choosing a domain oh. it gives you the option to do IO well yeah so I made mine on my signature it looks really great they have like a free option for your account and then a pro version which you can unlock more features you know mm-hmm. as they do but I think it looks really great and I think it just it levels you up a little bit Definitely. you know shows that you're you're a real professional hell yeah brother so okay get on that with that out of the way we are going to jump right into today's topic hell yeah brother so we're gonna kick it off with how we got started and why why this matters is because instagram was a little different back then guys we're old um, (laughs) old. in the instagram realm we're old we've been on ig like throw back to when i forgot how old we were a few episodes ago let's not talk about it yeah uh, that's actually on our feed if you guys want to go see that <laughs> yeah, and good. watch us realize that. So we had done oh, yeah. actually the other influencer episode that we had done, I think was maybe our second or third in uh, episode. And the topic was more like the reality of being an influencer or what it's really like to be an influencer. And this is definitely going to be more business focused and like just giving you guys straight up more advice. Fun. Yeah. And it's going to be a little bit more useful, a little bit more practical um, things that you can take away and start implementing now. Um, so essentially how we got started and it's honestly, it's, it's actually how we met too. So shout out to Instagram. How we got started. (laughs) What? I got started with a fake Miley Cyrus account on MySpace. (laughs) If you you know, you know. (laughs) If you know, you know. Um, yeah. So basically guys, a few years ago, Olivia and I, Olivia has been modeling since she was a child. Shout out to American Girl Doll. (laughs) Um, and I started modeling when I was kind of like, my senior year of high school um and then when I moved down to Miami I started doing you know some some ratchet photo shoots you know (laughs) yeah you love it and so essentially I started posting these photos on Instagram and then I started seeing other girls in the community like tagging brands in their posts and then I realized that these girls are getting this stuff for free and then I was like I can do that so essentially what I started doing was the either the clothes that I already had or I would buy clothes from you know, well-known IG brands at the time. And then I would do a photo shoot with them with like a local Miami photographer. And then I would send the photos to the brands and say, hey, if you guys want more of this content, send me your shit. Yeah, and but how we both started was just wanting to get free shit, honestly. Like, yeah, we, and this has exceeded my wildest dreams. Now I don't want any free shit. <laughs> now I'm like, I have too much free shit. I have shit. too much free shit. Please, I will pay you to not send to, it to, to me send it because to me. like the mental like baggage of having no room for anything is crazy. I, although we are extremely thankful, so thankful for every single package we get. <laughs> it's like Christmas every day, but gone. But it, it, but it does, honestly it's a little stressful with with the things Mm -hmm. it's a lot of clutter but at the same time very very thankful um but yeah that's how we both started I know uh, inspiration for both of us at the time was our good friend Erica and we I kind of I saw her doing it and for some reason I really could relate to her and I was like okay if she can do this I can do this at the time Mm -hmm. I think she had 60,000 which like is a lot though which she, had, is still she had a lot. lot back then yeah well um, I mean she still has a lot but you know like yeah for the time of Instagram yeah. she was like popping off yeah for sure so um yeah I kind of she actually right after I had found her account she 
very shortly after that said she was opening like an agency for models and whatever that's how we connected and she kind of mentored me into the whole collaborating with brands and at first it was yeah she would bring um brands and we would shoot in them and then i would tag the brands and the brands you know that's how we i built a lot of relationships at first mm-hmm. especially with a brand called myra swim which is like an og brand for both of us we actually had bianca on um, a few episodes which is an, which is an amazing amazing business episode. story if you guys want to go give that a listen yeah her i mean her her, the Kardashians and J-Lo wear her swimwear so like go mm-hmm. go listen to that episode yes um I don't remember which one it is but I, I sh- don't either. I should say Myra Swim or Bianca oh there, we have two Biancas um, so they're not to be confused you know which one it is it's I am I am a, I am rich, a rich man, man. <laughs> I am a rich man that's, hell yeah go, that's the name of the episode go listen to it okay so yeah that's how I started and then from there yeah same as you I just started reaching out to brands and to see if they wanted to send me a product and I would post about it and tag them for free and I was like hell yeah free shit you love it mm-hmm. and then from there we just continued to do these free collaborations until we reached a point where we were like we can start charging for this content And not to mention, so why Instagram was different a little bit back then was because it had, it was, this was like back in like the chronological order days, right? And and engagement was entirely different because it didn't depend on an algorithm. It was just, I miss the old IG. I truly do. I truly do. I still, to this day, I still struggle with, I think everyone struggles with the algorithm, which is a huge question that we actually got in. We did a Q and A with you guys and a lot of people asked about engagement. So we'll get into a little bit of that, but definitely expect an in-depth more episode, a more in-depth episode about this when we have on um, a social media strategist, which is going to be in the next couple of weeks. But essentially that's how we got started. And then Basically, this was like back in the day when we were like, I would be getting tagged by like T, uh, what is it? T- oh, like, TFM, Total Frat Move. Yeah. Like Barstool would yeah. post me as like the smoke show of the day. Yeah, so, we did a lot of like college takeovers a lot at the of, time. Like arsenic, like if you guys, if you know, you know, like that was like a huge thing. And that's kind of how we really garnered our following yeah, was getting reposted on these huge college accounts. So... This was good and bad because it did give us a foundation for followers, but it did give us a lot of male followers. So like we were constantly posting, you know, bikini photos and like, you know, cute butt pics and stuff. And then once we realized that that wasn't what was going to sell to brands, we shifted and we shifted our content into having it be more lifestyle like to attract you know more of a female following or just like the audience that we wanted you have to you know create the content for the community that you want essentially so we kind of switched and we pivoted and the rest is history yeah the rest is history it was kind of like we had to like take a good look at our following and make the sacrifice of knowing that the content that we're going to start posting is not going to do as well but it's worth it in the long run because Mm -hmm. we are going to be attracting clients that we actually want to work with like you know target versus a bathing suit brand which is great by all means is great not even a bathing suit brand but like not working with a brand at all yeah that are smaller brands well just because even if you are posting like butt pics and stuff like that which you know to each their by all own, means do it do what you want to do post that thirst trap girl but you have to realize that that doesn't really attract much of a much of like a brand the content you post is going to determine the clients you get like period absolutely that part and even if you were like there's just there's just so much that goes with it because even if you are posting the butt pics and your engagement is insane the majority of your followers you're going to be male and so that doesn't really you know that doesn't align with even a bikini company because they want a female audience you know they might pay you for your content um or if they really don't know any better you know you might get them to pay you but yeah you definitely want to like olivia said you know your content is going to determine your audience and the brands that you're going to be working with yeah so that's a little bit about like our story how we started and how we pivoted into like the type of lifestyle genre that we are in now and i think it's really important for you guys to remember that you are building a personal brand and i know that sounds like kind of like over the top in a sense but it's not because influencer marketing there is so much money to be made in this space um just to kind of give you a background like okay say 
let's say Target, for example. Love, love Target. Um, they used to invest their money in billboards or magazines or catalogs or advertisements in those types of spaces, right? And now a lot of their marketing budget is being allocated into social media. And a part of that budget is being allocated into specifically influencers. So like this is not, this is a real deal business and industry with real money to be made. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like I had to say that because I think a lot of people are still like, oh, it's just social media. Like it's not. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't understand the power of it. Yeah, the power. I mean, we, we make you know it's our, our yeah it's, it's our, our full-time it's our full-time jobs you know we both support ourselves entirely off of instagram you know we have ventured off you know just due to personal preference to create other streams of income but social media is definitely our bread and butter yeah and that's why i think it's so important to really see yourself as a brand and you are building yourself as a personal brand so when you're doing that think of what type how you want to brand yourself think of your values your passions things that you're knowledge knowledgeable about think about the value that you can give an audience things that you don't feel like you'll run out of content for because you could talk about it for days or you feel passionate about it or you know it fits into your current lifestyle and nowadays like you don't it doesn't have to just be fashion to be an influencer there are so many niche 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 topics that you can get into and find a community and find clients to pay you for ads and sponsorship like Mm -hmm. you know whatever it is that you're passionate about there there's an opportunity for money to be made i mean yeah there's like there's like nail polish influencers there's yeah there's hair influencers there's vegan there's makeup influencers vegan cooking influencers yoga you know yoga athletic influence like there's i mean I'm sure you're passionate about something and you can capitalize that on that if that's what you choose, if that's what you want to do in the influencer space. And that's yeah. what we're here to tell you about. Yeah. And I feel like there may be this misperception about influencers that it's like always like, you know, a pretty looking could be a model type of girl in a mm-hmm. cute outfit. And I don't think that's how it is anymore. I think no, especially with platforms like TikTok, like having such big niches like an artist can be an influencer you know someone who is an inventor could be an like literally an entrepreneur could be an influencer absolutely i think that everyone should be able to monetize their instagram if that's if that's what they want to do because like she's saying like there is a niche for everyone and there's going to be brands or companies that align with that it doesn't even have to be a brand necessarily it can be a it can be a tech startup it can be, you know, a local like business. Like I actually had, um, what was it? It was a coding school, a coding boot camp reached out to me that was in Miami and they wanted to pay me for a post because I have a really strong Miami following. And am I a coding influencer? Am I a tech influencer? No, but I am a lifestyle influencer and they needed to reach a large amount of Miami followers. And so I was like, all right, bet. And we did it. <laughs> so yeah could be anything and really just think like every brand and every company every corporation is thinking about social media they are allocating a budget towards and they are having meetings about how they can you know better get into the social media field and space so Mm -hmm. you know there's just there's opportunities everywhere endless opportunities and we do want to emphasize that instagram is not the only platform that you can become an influencer on there's tiktok there's youtube even pinterest is something that you can capitalize on and i mean more now than ever people are going crazy on tiktok and we talk about tiktok all the time we're huge we're huge tiktok fans um but we you know you doesn't have to be instagram if you know photos and content creation aren't your vibe if long form content, you know, making long videos where you, you know, that are almost like, you know, movie like where you're showcasing like your entire day or you're showcasing how to make a certain meal or how to flip a piece of furniture, maybe YouTube is your vibe. If you're like, if you like quick, witty videos, then maybe TikTok is your vibe. And maybe if you like aesthetic shit, Pinterest is your vibe. Yeah. And honestly, to be to be completely honest, like Pinterest is something we haven't even like tackled we have not tackled and it's on my list of things to do for this year is get more into pinterest because i already know Mm -hmm. like it's just it's a whole other other world it's a whole other monster but 
again, there's money to be made there because yeah, they, if you guys know anything about that, please slide into <laughs> slide our the DMs. DMs. <laughs> um, but they utilize the shopping feature so much, yeah. you know. So I mean, they are definitely out here thinking of ways that they can help creators make an income off the platform yeah which is insane i I didn't even realize that pinterest was something that people made money off totally because also it's like you can't really tell a difference between a pin and an ad yeah and that's kind of a part of but the ads are very cohesive with what the pins that you're looking at yeah so it's i mean it meshes seamlessly it's genius Mm -hmm. really um annoying but genius yeah um but yeah so definitely like she said instagram is not the only platform there's there's tiktok there's so i mean mm-hmm. i can't talk enough about tiktok we, yeah. i am so here for it i think it's just such a great opportunity to reach new audiences i, I see so many of these little brands who have one one viral video on tiktok and they're and they're, they're huge i mean it just happened to our friend uh, Christian and his partner Brian, they created this. Um, they're making like clay sculptures and molds, and you know they started posting their videos on TikTok. They go completely viral, and now every time that they had drop a collection, it, it sells, sells out. out. Like I would, like I was waiting by the computer to buy a piece and support. I could not buy one. I couldn't buy one. No, and way. I was like, it was like five minutes later. That's insane. So yeah, we can't emphasize it enough. It's huge for businesses and just creators alike. But I think for the sake of this episode, we are going to hone in on Instagram and becoming an influencer or content creator on Instagram. Yeah, and I feel like we've kind of hammered this down, but just in case we need to reiterate it, content is king. That's where you're going to start off with. So find your niche. Take good content. It can even be with your iPhone. You don't need to invest in any like crazy, you know, gear or anything like that. Just set up your phone, use that fucking self timer, get some good light and do your damn thing. Yeah. Like you can even do YouTube on your phone. My friend Tamir has a whole full on YouTube channel. She posts every week and it's all on her phone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like we did a video where we were, I was recording on my vlog camera and she was recording on her phone and like the shots were looking better on her phone. It so, be like that sometimes. so don't i don't want you guys to think like oh well i have to invest in a camera before i can start my youtube yeah, channel so many or, so many people ask me like what camera do you shoot yeah. on and like i almost don't want to tell them because first of all i have a very very expensive camera and it's just not what you need when you're trying to get started and i use my camera for professional photo shoots as well so it's you know i i just put your phone on portrait mode if you want that camera-esque you know feature Ooh, yeah. and call it a day yeah and there's so many good apps too like personally we use lightroom and color tone to edit most of our things yes and we love color tone there's so much of the of the photo quality like that comes into it through editing yeah. you know like an iphone photo does the fucking job you throw mm-hmm. that into lightroom you throw it into color tone it's pop in add some grain like, add some dust and call all- it a day baby you're a content creator <laughs> and honestly sometimes iphone photos do better on the feed because yeah because it's, it's more, more organic and it's, it's more, more authentic and it's more relatable mm-hmm. you know it's not this picture perfect like it could be in a magazine looking picture yeah um i think being relatable is really important too because people people want to feel that connection and that's what we're going to talk about next too is like using stories and using your platform and growing your platform really by getting people by getting a community by like getting really, people invested in you as a person yeah really which requires a level of vulnerability and mm-hmm. i will admit that is not easy it's not something that comes natural to a lot of people um it's not something that's comfortable for a lot of people but i think it is definitely a necessary thing i mean unless i do see some some like huge viral tiktok accounts where they're just making coffee you know so like it can be it can be that type of thing, but if you are trying to build a personal brand, mm-hmm. you have to be you have to be showing up, showing your face, talking to your audience, getting them engaged. Like, and I'll say a huge thing that helped both of us um, getting more comfortable because it, this was the thing that we like set out to do. We said, okay, we need to get on our stories more. We need to just start talking on our stories more, getting connected to our audiences more. And we literally so before we decided that we were going to be doing this we would sit there and watch our each of these story frames and pick them apart and we'd be like oh i can't post this because we stuttered or we said something wrong or you know something flew in the frame but then we realized that the more authentic it is the better so i will not re-watch a story of me talking because otherwise i'll be like 
oh jesus i sound <laughs> so stupid oh jeez oh lord, oh, lord. Oh, so i fucking throw that bitch up and i don't look at it again okay i look at it once to make sure once. that i like you know you gotta do like a quality overall check make sure mm-hmm. you don't look too crazy um but then yeah once you start feeling yourself you like judging or thinking like what people could, could done, think, done yeah. post done because don't you even. will if you you will never be able to hit that post button if you let yourself sit there and think about what the worst thing is people are going to say about you. Mm-hmm. That will hold you back every single time. And it's and, and it's held me back a number of times. In anything in life too. This isn't just Instagram stories. This is everything. Whenever you put yourself out there, you are opening yourself to people's criticisms and opinions. And that's just how it that's is. how the cookie crumbles baby yeah and you're not going to be everyone's jam expect the criticism expect to see the sends well i don't yeah, know if everyone has that feature where no, they can see but oh yeah so that's a good tip too yeah make yourself a creator account a business account so that you can see your insights because that'll help see what's performing better and what what's what's getting sent more because we can see like who's saving our shit and who's sending our shit and even sometimes we can overthink that and be like totally Why did, 500 people (laughs) send this to someone well no i'll even look through my stories and if i post something that i already i already know is cringy right i'm like listen this is just my job this is just me putting myself out there i know it's cringy because you know it's gonna garner views yeah and you know uh, to a certain extent of course but of course when you see that like send button you're like all right who's talking who's talking shit who's talking shit who's talking but you know what thanks for the views baby you just gave me another view (laughs) thanks for paying my bills darling um okay anyways moving on definitely using features on instagram that help boost your profile like reels is huge you know sometimes it's hit or miss honestly with reels Mm -hmm. but i've had my experience with it is that i've had a few really blow up and it does bring new people to your account because really the feed posts don't the way they used to bring new audience yeah. to your account, they don't anymore. The algorithm yeah. just doesn't do that. But the but the algorithm is preferring reels and it's boosting reels and it's showing people reels. Because they're trying to compete with TikTok because they know TikTok is creeping up on them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, using things like reels, use it, getting on your stories is really important. And when you get on your stories, make sure that you're using features like polls and question boxes and you know the sliders like use all of those things to get people engaged with your content yeah one instagram loves that because they're, they see that you're using their features and then they'll push that content to more people two you're giving people an opportunity to have a say in what you do you're giving mm-hmm. them an opportunity to, to get invested to get invested to make a decision like for example my backsplash on my apartment that i renovated last year I let Instagram pick. I said, here's your poll options one through five. You pick my backsplash. And they did. You love to see it. Not crazy about the one they picked, but it's fine. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but I, but she's, she's dedicated to the craft. I'm a woman of my word. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, so something that we definitely want to touch on and is really important especially in this day and age on instagram is the quality of content over the number of followers Mm -hmm. um i actually did a tiktok talking about my collaborations i did like the truth behind my instagram collaborations and so many of the comments were like how did you work with these brands like you like or universal orlando like universal Universal, i was gonna say backwards like universal orlando w hotels uber they're like how did you work with this these brands with only forty thousand followers and i'm like it don't matter baby it's really not about the followers these days guys it's Mm -hmm. about the quality of your content and let me just say this is a subtle flex but also really proves that it it is about the quality of the content those brands reached out to me w hotels Mm -hmm. reached out to me and universal orlando reached out to me with forty thousand followers which depending on where you are that's subjective could be a lot could be a little but i mean compared forty thousand isn't that much in the grand scheme of the influencing world yeah i mean there's people with millions that aren't collaborating with those types of brands because it's the type of content they're putting out i would consider anything under a hundred thousand still like a micro influencer in a Mm -hmm. sense yeah i would agree right and i mean also that also depends on the amount of like the amount of engagement that that person's getting um but yeah definitely and i want to say that you don't have to have 
a bunch of followers to to monetize your platform and i would you know we were even discussing this earlier we think that brands are these days are favoring smaller creators that have really good or niche content over people with hundreds of thousands of followers simply because one they have better engagement rates and two their content and their audience and like their um, communities are just so much more niche because it's smaller so definitely don't let don't be like oh i have to hit 100,000 followers to become an influencer you can be an influencer or a content creator at any stage as long as you are putting yourself out there being consistent with the content and don't be afraid to do the initial outreach to the brands and we'll talk about that a little bit at, in a in the later form of the episode and i also think it's important like you can have one follower and if that person is watching and invested in your life you are an influencer you are influencing someone you know what i mean like i mean what <laughs> you're like, like mm, i don't know <laughs> no but i'm just saying if you see yeah. you have to believe that you have the power to influence others like if you don't believe in that then no one else will and brands won't either so you can have 500 followers and be able to work with brands Mm -hmm. with the quality of your content if your page looks good if you have a signature like in your bio or in your uh, in your email (laughs) if you have a signature in your email and if you present yourself as a professional people will take your take you seriously absolutely 100 percent. so i would really wouldn't stress the number of followers as much i know a lot of people do naturally i think we are conditioned to think that that is like the end-all be-all factor of if you can be an influencer or if you can monetize your platform and it's just not and you know I think working with huge brands and being me myself being a micro influencer just proves that definitely and I would say like a huge tip for this is that like you don't have to show up every single day for content because that can be exhausting and then it doesn't become as much fun but what we do is that we pick a content day that we rent you know a location or we go to a location or and we get you know pretty we lay out all our outfits all of our products and we do, do everything in one big batch and that's how we you know use content for the rest of the week so that we can focus on other things like the podcast or working on her you know real estate investing or whatever it may be doing other things on instagram because if i were to try and create a photo every single day there's just no way i would get so burnt out yeah we have honestly gotten down a strategy that works like a charm because really we're putting on a full face of makeup and we just knock out our collaborations for the week in different outfits we literally pack a bag bring a bunch of outfits bring a bunch of props bring our makeup for touch-ups and we knock it out and honestly i don't want to underestimate the power of having help for this like i know a lot of girls have been like how am how do i get content when i'm alone okay one of our best friends alexa collins when we go and do our content days it's her and her tripod and they are a match made in heaven inseparable so so you guys attached at the hip you know where there's a will there's a way there's Mm -hmm. even you know cameras that have or like um tripods that have little clickers like remote clickers where you can like yeah. push the shutter button yeah i mean even can, self-timer like it's it's tedious because you have to like go press the button but you can also pro tip take a video of yourself and then take screenshots of that video there are for ways. the different poses that you like also tiktok is a really great resource for this if you get on this side of tiktok because it will give you so many pro tips on how to take content by yourself how to improve your content we, we stay getting like great tips on yeah. there that we didn't know before absolutely Um, but yeah i would say that's the best way to actually get the content um is just batching it up doing a bunch of um different shots and when i say different shots i mean if you're not at the point where you're working with brands yet i our advice is to do things that look like they could be sponsored because that's what we did in the beginning like she was buying products and just taking photos like they sent it to her because one fake it till you make it baby (laughs) you know what i mean but one you're already you're presenting yourself to your audience in this way where they're like oh okay this is what this is what she's doing right but then you're also showing brands examples of your work and Mm -hmm. they can imagine themselves working with you and be like oh okay this this aligns yeah that could be my active wear line on her so Mm -hmm. you really want to show off those skills and like the quality of your content to potential brands definitely and i feel like we've kind of covered you know the whole content thing this is you know if you are getting started you really don't know 
where to start. And we want to show you the more tactical business side of the Instagram influencer realm. Yeah, because as as fun as it looks, and it is fun, we both definitely enjoy what we do and we have fun doing it creatively and things like that. But there is this whole other business side that is equally important. Yeah, and it takes a whole other skill set. You know, you can be a, a beautiful creator, but if you don't know how to negotiate with brands or how to, you know, reach out to brands or, or how to make an invoice or like, how to or even knowing what to charge, like that's right. that's just a whole other side. Yeah, and I think when we did our Q&A, we got a lot of questions about those types of things, like more so the money and business side and like mm -hmm. how even to charge a brand for yeah. what type of deliverables and I, I can understand how that can be confusing especially if you like don't have any friends who do it and you ha don't have anyone to talk to about it so we're gonna fill y'all in we are your friends we're giving you the tea okay so I want to recommend a few platforms that are great for just connecting with brands if you're not yet at the phase where brands are reaching out to you or you haven't reached out to them yet which we'll get into because it is perfectly okay and encouraged to reach out to brands mm -hmm. but there's also some great amazing platforms that both of us are on and I know a lot of influencers get started on to get that initial connection to brands yeah and there's a lot of really good trade opportunities in these two that you can kind of just start getting some content and some brands under your belt so these platforms can serve kind of as the middleman so you don't have to have that direct connection with target I keep saying target, target. she just What's loves my, target my obsession with target target work with me um but yeah they kind of serve as the middleman so a few that I'm on are collectively for f-o-h-r mm -hmm. um aspire iq there's one called circle with a q like c-r-i-q-l-e i believe yeah and they handle they kind of have the negotiate you do set your rates but they have the terms and conditions the contract the deliverables it's all that's the nice thing about it and that's why i do think it's a great tool for someone who is just getting into this mm -hmm. they manage the the whole process really of the yeah. campaign or the the collaboration and all of your notes are typically in there like everything yeah. that encompasses the collaboration will be within that platform you'll put your content in there as the deliverables the brand will approve it through there you know they'll give you you know either feedback you can get paid through these platforms yeah like i did um i i want to say i did you w did like revlon w aspen through four i'm really? almost positive yeah oh wow that's huge yeah um and that was that was actually collaboration with rent the runway so they were working with w hotels and then four was finding influencers for that partnership mm -hmm. so yeah i mean that's huge right and they do have some really big name brands on yeah there. yeah huge so if you are looking for a tool or something to get you access to these brands quicker than just you trying to have direct access, I think that makes a great, great resource. Yeah. And you can even just Google like influencer platforms. There's oh, yeah. so many There's now that you, you can, can just just Google it yeah. and a bunch of I sign up for all of them. Yeah. And it is going to ask for access to your Instagram and allow it. That's not sketchy. It's just so that they can see your insights. But before you do that make sure you have a um a biz facebook business page because it will require you to do that so that you can link your insights and they can have access yeah. to your insights and things like that don't like give away your password no. but like like you can connect it so that they can just see your insights but you're not like logging in directly yeah you can you're just it. you're authorizing it yes and you're connecting it to your business facebook page and for those of you who don't know that by having a business Facebook page, that is how you're going to have a business page on Instagram since they are together now. And that is how you get access to your analytics. Yeah, that's how you get access to your insights. And you those are really important because brands do want to see that. That basically shows your demographic for your audience, your in, your story insights, your feed post insights and um, impressions are basically if anyone sees your post at all on their feed it's an impression or even mm -hmm. I think on the explore page it counts yeah. as an impression and then there's other things like engagement if they likes comments saved those all those all matter for brands because they want to see um you know how people are engaging with you and what the level of that engagement is and if you choose not to go the route of the influencer platform which you should because why would not put your eggs in multiple baskets yeah do it all do it all but if you are finding that it's a little bit 
slow or not exactly you know moving as fast as you would like then we do recommend doing cold emails yeah this is something that we do that we've all we've done for years and essentially what we do is that we find brands that align with things that we are interested in or what would want to work with or we know that like our friends are working with them and they're recommended and we send them a brand outreach email which and is basically you're you're pitching yourself to yeah. these brands. And you know, there there's truly no shame in it because one, that's how we get the majority of our work and like people will be like, "Thank you so much for reaching out. Like I've been looking for, you know, influencers to work with." Like some of these brands just don't know how, where or how to find influencers. So you got to reach out. Yeah. And don't be afraid of getting shot down. I mean, we'll send maybe 20, say for example, 20 uh, brand outreach emails in a day. We'll maybe hear back from like three or four of them. Yeah. that's A lot of them we won't even hear back from. A lot of them will say, hey, sorry, no, we're not looking for any influencers right now. We're full, yada, yada. Or they say, you know, we'll keep you in mind for future opportunities or, you know, like we're booked right now, but would love to work with you in the future. Or, or would love to send you some product, no obligation, like just to have you you introduce to their brand which mm-hmm. is great too because like we love trying out new products mm-hmm. but don't I think for a while we actually didn't do this we were like waiting for brands to come to us and then we were like dude why aren't we I think I'm out? gonna start reaching out to brands and then mm-hmm. since then it's really been such a game changer when you incorporate this into kind of your system and your strategy like there, yeah. has, there has to be a strategy behind this yeah absolutely and a lot of people kind of want to know what that looks like right so when we reach out to a brand you know obviously it, it is a, it's a template essentially we are going to exchange the names out for the proper you know brand name but we're going to say hi target <laughs> hi yeah, target. target doesn't sponsor us after this yeah so, i don't know uh, what i don't know <laughs> um we say hi my name is jessica i'm an influencer based out of miami florida um spe- i specialize in x y and z type of content and you know what i feel like our you know our, our brands definitely align and you know would love to discuss a potential partnership um, I would love to work with you in any capacity. That's kind of how we kind of word it because, you know, we don't want to outright say like, hey, we're Pay asking me. for money. <laughs> but, you know, we say, hey, we'd love to work with you in any capacity. And that opens up the door to discussing, you know, other other types of collaborations. You know, they might offer, you know, a giveaway or, you know, something that's mutually beneficial or yeah. an affiliate link, whatever yeah. it may be. And then, yeah, so that's essentially how. And then we have a media kit as well. So, Usually we, we, I used to attach that in the first email when I was reaching out and I no longer do that because there's I, no need, there's no, there's no need. And I like to keep my, my you don't rates want it flexible. As, yeah. Your rates flexible. And also, um, I was thinking like not in as many hands, like, I don't know. That's kind of a personal preference, but I feel like there's really no point in sending a media kit if you don't know for sure that they are one interested in working with you Two, if you're willing goal, to pay it, or yeah to have a budget if that is what you are looking for if you're looking to get paid and they don't have a budget for influencers there's really no point Mm -hmm. um but yeah basically to piggyback off of what she said the the template that we send out you're basically doing a short bio you're showing them how your brands are aligned i mean i ideally you know and if you have the time to spruce it up a little bit that never hurts if you can say something particular about that brand i love that you're eco-friendly i love that you're non-cruelty whatever it is to show them that you, oh okay she did her research you know she's actually interested in the product the more like like i said it's a pitch so like if you guys took any sales classes in college or high school you are pitching yourselves and trying to prove to these brands like why they should work with you why should they give you their money and you really want to show them what value you can bring them and what you're bringing to the table with your content and with a collaboration with you. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so we sent out this this template and we will send a media kit out. For those of you who don't know what a media kit is, I know this word kind of gets, ho- gets tossed around a lot. Yeah. And there is some confusion about what it actually is. It's like a pitch deck. It's a, um, yeah. And even if you don't know what that is, <laughs> yeah. basically, um, we'll break it down for you. A media kit, you are introducing someone to yourself. You are showing them examples of your work. And you are, most of the time, including brands that you've worked with before. And also including your rates for different types of collaborations. Yeah. And if this is, if this is something that like, you know, is new to you, one 
basically first page is going to be like a photo of you and like a short introduction like that same short bio just telling them who they who you are you know whatever it may be and what you like to do yeah where you live where you're based out of things like that Mm -hmm. give them a feel for you as a person and then the second page is going to be yeah like examples of your work you know examples of brands that you've worked with and then you're going to want to do your rates um i like to i i put my rates on there some people i know don't because they would rather discuss that in the email which is fine too but i like to just put my rates out there and then in the email i'll say that i'm really flexible um because you know i'll definitely take less than what my you know base rate is um it's kind of just that's like the starting point for negotiation yeah and especially when you do get a system down for content creation days like we always kind of it seems like we always kind of say like you know what's another shot we're throwing in our day of shots of like shots we have to get if we you know if we can get something that is half our rate but it's easy for us to just get we'll, and we'll do it and it aligns with yeah. our brand and it yeah. aligns with you know what we believe in then yeah it's super easy yeah and we'll just you know go ahead and throw it in there um i also think it's important that there's nothing there okay <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys are really unfamiliar with a media kit and how to make one or where to go about that our friend macy makes media kits um for the low and they are amazing like she's made it for like really really huge influencers and we believe that this is a huge huge thing it's like having an email signature like it shows a brand like how serious you are that you need to be taken seriously um, especially for small creators because like you kind of you have you since you don't have the audience you do want to prove yourself too yeah and show them the quality of your content like we yeah. had mentioned before mm-hmm. um, and you can't really you don't want to rely on them to go and search your Instagram and this is actually a great a great point too you want to hyperlink anything you can, any platform you're on, hyperlink your YouTube, your Instagram, your TikTok, yeah. literally everything in, in you And the can entire deliver. email. Because you want to make it as easy for them as possible to lurk you, see what you're about, see examples of your work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's definitely important. You don't want them to have to do an extra step or have to go out of the way to look into your content. Definitely make it as easy as you can. And that's what a media kit is doing. Yeah. And if you guys are interested in her media kits, we might like add the link in the show yeah, notes yeah, um, where you guys can look at because she does it on fiverr mm-hmm. which we love fiverr yes um but her at is at wander with macy yeah and if you guys don't have the funds maybe to pay for it right now a great resource is a great resource a great resource is canva um i don't know how you can f- make it really simple yeah. it, it can even be like a one sheet or two sheet or it doesn't need to be anything it doesn't crazy. have to be crazy I just would make say, it look clean and professional yeah totally it's and like you, a resume and you're it yeah it's a resume for influencers honestly yeah. you're not wrong um but yeah you're kind of just setting the bar like that you're a professional that you're worthy of um being compensated for your work and that you will be a good re- representation of their brand yeah and kind of going off of that we want you to know your worth because so many brands will try to undercut you or you know like a brand that has a budget will be like oh you know we don't have the budget right now i could put so many brands on blast right now yeah and this even happens with larger creators like it's not something that only happens to micro influencers like us still we are dealing with brands that are like hey we'll send you fifty dollars worth of product for four in feed posts and like that's just not it wait yes tell me yes. the other Spill day the tea. Spill so the tea. yeah i'm gonna tell you guys tea <laughs> there's this um there was this like phone case company that dm me the other day right and they're like they dm me they're like hey we would love to send you one of our phone cases just let us know where to send it and we'll send it which is pretty it's pretty Standard. common at this when you have you know a, a solid following when you know humble brag you know okay uh but i'm just saying it's not uncommon right and so i was like hey guys would love that blah 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 and she was like okay great like we'll follow up once we have like <laughs> i told them that i have like the new phone and they were like oh once we have those in production we'll we'll email you right so i got an email the other day and i'd actually woken up in the middle i wake up in the middle of the night and like i'll just be checking my email like so weird at 4 a.m so weird don't um, do that don't do that it's horrible don't be like don't me. be <laughs> <laughs> but regardless so i check it right and i have this email and i'm like and they're, they're like, hey, Jess, we're so excited about working with you. Um, check over like our influencer agreement and um, send it back and, and we'll have your cases sent out. And I didn't even remember that I had spoken to these people. So I'm like, 
I'm trying to You're find her. Bad. I'm trying to find her email thread She's in out my here email. Signing contracts in her sleep. No, like, no, no. <laughs> so, so I, I'm like trying to find like her email contact. I'm like, I've never emailed these people before. I finally found it in my DM, whatever. So I look at the influencer contract, and they're like, they're asking for two in feed posts, one flat lay, and then one stylish, like it's just insane deliverable like they're asking for like very very specific things and then two story slides where i'm speaking about the product why i love it and i was like hold and, up and it says for one and, and for like my payment is for one, one phone, case. phone case i was 4 a.m hot sweats in my fucking bed ready to throw hands because i was like fuck you dude you like, know exactly what you're doing you know too. exactly what you're doing and yep. like i never agreed to that i actually haven't even responded because i've been so mad about it <laughs> that and this was literally like a couple nights ago yeah. and i've just been so mad about it that i know when i respond i'm gonna tear them a new asshole because i'm gonna be like <laughs> You guys know damn well I did not agree to this. Yeah. So why are you, why did you contact me on like a gifting why did premise? You, don't waste my time. Just don't waste my, don't time. waste my time. So we just want to emphasize that this is really common amongst <laughs> yeah. brands. Like they're going to try to, you know, weasel out some content out of you, but understand that like your time is valuable. Like the content you create is valuable. Your audience is valuable. Even if like you don't have a ton of followers, like the time that you spent to create that content and edit it and even like the gear even if you're using an iphone like you spent money on that iphone to create content yep. you know you bought the props to create these sets you we book locations like we take you know this is our full-time job and people you know you want to charge accordingly and we had a lot of questions about how do you know what to charge and like how do you like what what should your rate be as a micro influencer and how do you kind of negotiate that i would say my best advice for that is actually to really take into consideration how much effort and time you are putting into that photo so if it takes me four hours to put my makeup on drive to a location you know buy props um edit the content figure out a whole concept like i'm going to charge per hour what i think i deserve for that time and effort that i put into it not everything is that hard so honestly like i want to be as fair as i can for a brand too right you Definitely. want you want it to be a mutual beneficial relationship you mm -hmm. want them to feel like they're getting their money's worth and you want to feel like you are getting what you deserve to be compensated for which is your time and energy definitely and i don't think that we'll we won't ever take money from a brand if we don't feel like if it's like a small business and they're like hey i really want to work with an influencer but i don't know you know i can't afford x y and z we're not gonna like price gouge them and be like oh well you know we can only do it for two thousand dollars and when you know that's gonna break their bank you know like yeah. we're not out here trying to do that and we don't want you guys we to be get, out here doing that either. yeah so definitely you want to price yourself fairly personally we have no problem sharing our rates with you guys transparent baby i charge twelve hundred dollars per post like that is my Her starting rate. that's my starting rate and i will negotiate down from there but do not tell brands that <laughs> she will do lower if it's a bathing suit or jewelry yes <laughs> facts and for me i have forty thousand. well how many followers do you have i have one hundred and forty thousand. okay so she has one hundred and forty thousand, and she's charging she starts at 1200 and is ready to negotiate and that also depends on how many deliverables there are so yeah. if there's two in feed posts it also it also depends if there is a monthly contract monthly retainer. that's involved because that will usually be a discounted rate because it's some sort of sustainability for us and mm -hmm. we can count on it coming in the next day so i have forty one thousand, and i start at four hundred dollars per in feed post stories are easier for us um depending on what the product is if they want me talking about um a makeup that's you know that's something i feel good talking about it's pretty easy they want me talking about a vibrator i might charge more for that because that's yes. not something that i you know openly talk about and it's kind of off brand for me and not something i'm totally comfortable like sharing with the amount of people who watch my stories so that's something to take into consideration too i think yeah like, like we'll we'll bundle prices you know my story sets like so i'll do a story set which is like three to five slides um, and I charge $300 for that. And, you know, like if someone were to be interested in an Instagram post and the Instagram stories, like I might just throw in the stories. Yeah, just to totally because it's so easy and I'm probably going to do stories about it anyway. And, you know, when we're unboxing a product, I always like to even if they didn't get a story, you know, you want brands to be happy. And if you feel like there's a good relationship there and you feel like they're not nickel and diming you, then definitely give them even more than what they yeah. agreed to. But if, if, if it's easy for you and if that 
that's what you feel like is you know natural and I would even say a huge example of this for us is Celsius like you know we do obviously Celsius is a sponsor of the show and we do have a collaboration with them on our personal pages but we throw up so many stories about Celsius like we're because constantly talking about them we oh, truly believe in the brand yeah and the product and we have no problem doing that because it's like we literally are drinking it every day anyways and yeah like when we truly believe in something we want to push it and even if something isn't paid you know like we just enjoy tagging you know businesses small brands letting you guys know what we're wearing what we're doing what we're drinking what we're eating because that's just the lifestyle and people not everything is paid people ask anyways sometimes yeah so you might as well just tag it so you so that people don't ask but yeah. i think like the more willing you are to share because it's not costing us anything maybe it's just like a few minutes of your time but I really feel like the more giving you can be with your content, granted that they're not already annoying because some brands will, you know, try to squeeze every single thing they can out of you for the lowest price. And that's when we won't be generous with our content. But it's when, yeah, that's like... That's a thing. (laughs) That is a thing. That's a whole other conversation. But definitely some advice we'd give to you guys is go above and beyond for any brands that agree to work with you especially in the beginning you want to build your reputation you want to be great to work with you want them to work with you again in the future yeah so i mean i would always recommend over delivering and um so we did a little q a on our stories to give you guys an opportunity to ask like really specific questions so we're gonna run through some of those now and you guys ask some really great questions let's run it okay so i'll start off with how to connect with brands and how to pitch yourself basically we covered that already so So just listen to the beginning of the episode. Okay, so I had a girl ask how to establish a long-term partnerships and not just a one-off post. And I would say the best way to do this personally is by offering a discount, you know, saying, hey, this is my, you know, let's say that $2,000 is your posting rate. Let's say that you would offer, you know, $1,000 per post for, you know, a consistent collaboration because you know that that's money coming in every single month. And as an influencer, that's like hard to beat yeah that's hard to beat and that is ideally what that's what the goal is I mean if I could have long-term relationships with every single brand that I worked with and not have any one-off posts we would all opt for that option um, because it's not consistent every month is different so that can definitely be challenging however I would recommend as soon as you even initiate that first contact in our both of our first um, our outreach emails we finish off saying would love to establish a long-term partnership with you. So you're already setting the bar. You're already putting in their head, hey, if you're down, I'm down to make this a long-term thing because they yeah. are constantly looking for influencers. And especially, you know, brands that have, you know, the budget, like that have this infrastructure in place. Like if they have like an influencer management, like, you yes. know, like a lot of companies have and like a position a position for influencer manager so you know you want to talk to those people right but if it's a small business owner who it's a one woman show she's probably gonna do just you know a one-off post or something like that but definitely i would set the tone already let them know where your head's at hey would love to make this a long-term thing happy to offer discounted rates happy to make it work with your budget i want it to be fair mutually benefiting yeah always always emphasize the mutually beneficial um always offered to throw in like additional I always do additional content because yeah. that's something that's really easy to do it's because we, you're already shooting it so you just give them a dropbox of all the photos and say hey so I shot these extra images for you guys just spruce that bitch up you know but and also for those of you who don't even under like know exactly what that means we offer social media posts but we also offer content creation shout out mood the agency agency. go follow our content creation agency hell yeah brother but um before we started that we were offering content creation for brands which is we don't post anything at all we just deliver them content for them to use on their website on their social media etc etc um so if we agree to five photos we'll give them 10 because we already have them shot anyways those are just the ones that didn't make the cut baby (laughs) Uh, so another girl asked what if I don't have anything that makes me unique in the fitness industry I would say that you don't necessarily need to be unique I say that you just need to be your I mean yourself like you you are unique as a being so you need to just be yourself and profit off of that because I mean there's no one like you out there so just profit off of your personality be yourself you know showcase other things I'm actually looking at her profile now so if you are listening Mm -hmm um just so yeah just get more creative with your content maybe do some like outdoor workouts people love to see like you know 
workouts with uh just using bands people love to see just like unique content you know how to do a full body workout outside just using you know one kettlebell or whatever it may be so that's or at home even yeah at home workouts the more creative i don't think you even have to necessarily be unique you don't have to have this like very unique thing about you to grow or be able to monetize i think you just have to make your content creative and interesting and get inspiration from other content creators that you look up to i mean personally a few of my favorite influencers are savan ayla um delaney childs we get helen owen helen owen we get so much inspiration from them and the type of content that they're producing and the ideas they have so definitely don't be afraid to save other content creators um as inspiration content as inspiration and you know we're not trying to change the wheel here just make it your own variation and it will be unique because it's yours absolutely um another question that we got was what is how do you deal with the dilemma of responding to a huge brand about not doing free work but risk losing the collaboration and i actually had this dilemma the other day and i sent it to olivia because a huge huge brand uh that we know has a budget reached out and was like hey we'd love to you know send you our new athletic wear And I said, hey, thank you so much for reaching out. I'm currently focusing on paid opportunities. I sent them my media kit and I said, would love to discuss this and make it mutually beneficial. And she was like, oh, well, we start off on a gifting basis. And I said, okay, yeah, for sure. I would love to do our first collaboration for free uh, so you guys can get a sense of my work ethic and my content. And then for the next collaborations, um, you know, we can discuss something paid. And she responded and said, well, for our gifting collaborations, we ask for four posts and then we discuss something paid. That's four collaborations. That's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that's a lot. And so I haven't responded yet, but I think what I'm going to say is that I will do four if we can lock a paid collaboration in afterwards or that like just trying to emphasize that like it needs to be taken seriously because i don't want to just be used yeah because they uh, that's happened multiple times with oh, us oh yeah and you know they, they'll of course say that they'll pay or they want to discuss and then you know push comes to shove and they don't have the budget or sorry, whatever it may we're be. all filled up or you know whatever it is they definitely especially if it's a bigger brand um they don't really care as much about that reputation and the and the relationships that they have with influencers so they will try to get free work out of you and that's the thing it's work like it's work creating that content is work it's not just for fun so you you need to and i don't need like i don't need the clothes you you feel me so it's like for me to go out of my way to do four posts like that's a lot it's really not benefiting you in any way it's only benefiting them i might actually offer just like two yeah. I might just be like, hey, I can do two for this, you know, trade collaboration. Please understand that, you know, this is my full time job and I, you know, I take my time and my work very seriously, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I want you guys to understand there is this whole negotiation process. And maybe if you guys have specific questions about that process, um, mm-hmm. let us know, because that is a lot of what honestly takes up a lot of time and is what our daily to do tasks are yeah i can't use words right now but Mm -hmm. a lot of it's late a lot of our time goes into these email threads and going back and forth with brands and and negotiating and and just wording things correctly trying to find a happy medium right because we do want it to be mutually beneficial like we never want to be like scheming brands or taking their money or anything i want you to profit and i want me to profit and it will be a win-win situation definitely uh let's see what here um okay so question i got is how to contact the proper person within the brand it's hard to find emails and contact info this is honestly something that's hard for us usually we will a lot of brands have the email button in their instagram that is typically a general email it'll be like info at target.com yeah sometimes they if they're smart they have their uh, marketing department or their influencer department in that email because they know that we are going to find them there if not you can always check their website a lot of websites will have a contact us um, tab and within there they might have the different departments and usually you'll want to hit the pr department and um, sometimes they offer the email in there it'll be pr at target.com but sometimes they don't and sometimes when you send a message to the general email they will forward you to the right department or they'll give you the email of their colleague yeah and then you can just go ahead from there and reach out to that email yeah i would say i mean i do that pretty frequently if there's like a brand that i want to work with and it's like customer service uh you know whatever Mm -hmm. i will go to their website i'll take the two seconds to go to their website 
you're not gonna find it on like the first menu like uh, to the right where like there's like a little menu where it's gonna have like, to scroll all the way you're gonna down. have to scroll the all the way down down where it says like press inquiries uh contact us you're gonna hit contact us and usually they'll have the department yeah. listed there and also just to add on to what the question was before about her not needing active wear like for example active wear is something that i feel like i need more of in my closet at the moment maybe i would be willing to work with a brand um on a trade basis so there are things that we will do for free if it's something that we would go and spend our money on like if we reach out to a brand that we love i will absolutely post them for free because i love their brand and i would be happy to receive their product because it's probably something that i would spend my money on purchasing so if i can get it for free why not i will post candles for free (laughs) exactly less exactly um any other questions um well we had actually we had a lot of questions honestly uh, but we answered the majority of them Yay. just in the episode people were like oh well how do i even get started where do yeah. i even start well, and i feel like we covered that we did our job um well more specific things like people have some questions about like the algorithm or about engagement we will be deep diving that with some guests here soon so we don't want to reveal too much and we're also not the entire like we're not the experts on that yeah let us we, know we can create content but yeah we we're, i mean guys this is something we're even constantly struggling with is when yeah. the algorithm changes and trying to get good engagement and finding new ways to be creative and hit reach new audiences yeah so it's something that we're it's just constantly working on and I feel like with that being said you know don't get down on yourself if your engagement's not like insane like one of my fucking videos the other day got like 300 likes which is horrible but like I'm not taking I'm not you can't take that personally it's literally just Instagram it's just the algorithm like don't you know, let just that, keep on keeping on yeah don't let that discourage you i still got paid for it <laughs> exactly that's all that matters guys our dms are always open please 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 feel free to reach out to us with specific questions reach out on the whiskey and water page if you want you can email us holla at whiskey and water we love any suggestions for the show or any show topics that you want to hear more of we're yes. going to close this episode out with our weekly challenge which is to do one tech free hour a day this week we will be doing it with you and we can't encourage this enough yeah i really feel like especially in this day and age we are so addicted to our phones and i just feel like this is a great challenge if you know you have this like unhealthy relationship with your phone which we all do try to challenge yourself to do this one hour a day could be in the morning could be in the night do it use that use that time to read a book to journal to call your family your loved ones whatever it may be yeah yeah love that all right guys that wraps it up for this episode make sure you're following us on all of our socials there is the full video you version on youtube (laughs) if you guys love this episode please take a screenshot put it up on your story tag us we love you and we'll see you next week brothers see you next week bye